Hi, and welcome to the Survivor Spiritual Guide to Trauma Recovery, your place for mental, emotional well-being and freedom for the legacy of trauma. Whether that trauma be childhood trauma or ancestral trauma, this is your place to come and learn all about trauma recovery and what healing looks like through the spiritual lens. I'm your host, Tony owner, operator, and founder of thetraumadoula.com. And if you are ready to start your trauma recovery journey, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being here. And let's get right into the episode. Beautiful souls and welcome. I hope you all are well or well on your way, (laughs) whatever that means for you at this time. Do you believe in miracles? I know this is like an interesting thing to say, but interesting, I mean, slightly weird. Um, But I was thinking about this today, just this idea of a miracle and what we call miraculous. It's not something that's in our everyday language. We don't say, oh, it's a miracle every day. And yet we live in the world we live in with all sorts of miraculous things going on. You know, we're, I don't know, living on a giant rock that just so happens to have the correct environment to support sentient life beings. And There's times in your life where there's this synchronicity, these symbolisms, these things that just kind of pop up and flow out of nowhere. These feelings or knowings, if you're intuitive, you just know something and then it turns out the thing that you knew that you, you, you couldn't have known was right all along. I feel like we operate from such a place of logic and reason and mind that we haven't fully made space for what's truly miraculous, you know? I mean, we just so happen to exchange our bodily gases with the plants on the planet? Like, come on. How is that not kind of like a miracle? That is, like, what are the chances that this life form would breathe in oxygen and this one needs to get rid of oxygen and they just exchange, you know? Something that I find even more interesting about miracles in general is we often try to explain away what we don't understand. And sure, something miraculous could be truly something we don't understand. Some functionings of science and all that we just can't research or measure because we don't have the ability to yet. We don't have the ability to measure when people come back from near-death experiences. 
but there are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of stories of people having similar experiences, similar visitations of passed on loved ones, of meeting people on the other side, that it's entirely too common and entirely too, hmm, what's the word? (laughs) Shared. The experience is entirely too shared and yet we try to ignore it. It's interesting when these this idea of miracle, right? We can call it something we just don't understand. Or we can just say it's a miracle. Like, I don't understand it, but it happened. And that's all I know. But like when these things happen, we either try to ignore it or explain it away. You know, I was watching um, this documentary on Netflix. It's a great documentary, a great series about mediumship and near-death experiences and um, end-of-life experiences, right? Because everybody dies. And they talk to people who were either terminally ill or people who were just really old and, and they were getting close to death. And all of them had these shared experiences that in our frame of mind is miraculous. You know, people are coming to them and talking to them from the other side, you know, and we walk around with this perception filter that says, well, that's not possible or we can't fully do that. That's not something we can do. And so um, these people who are having these experiences must be dreaming. They must be sleep. Uh, they are, you know, it, it puts a lot on, you know, hundreds of individuals having a shared experience, which generally we call reality, right? I have not been near death, but if most people who have been near death all have a shared experience, we generally gather around to say that's reality. So for me, when something's miraculous, when something is deeper than we want to go and uncomfortable because we're talking about an afterlife and we have so much so much attachment to having a body and being a part of physical reality that we simply try to ignore anything else. And when I say we, I mean the the mainstream we, the most of us, right? Because most of us do try to ignore um, the, even the thought of death and dying and that one day we will all die, right? The, the, the idea of true impermanence and fully living our lives because it's truly impermanent, right? I I won't get this chance again. I won't get the chance to be Tony, the Reiki energy healer person living in Portland, Oregon again. And so I feel like miracles are our bridge to what we don't fully understand, what we don't fully acknowledge, 
the unknown mystery that it is to be a human alive on planet Earth. As I sit here now, (laughs) having these human experiences and like it's a way to fully open to the idea that there is more here. There's so much more for us that we don't access. The other interesting thing about miracles for me, (laughs) sorry if you can hear the mic a little bit there, (laughs) Um, but the other interesting thing for miracle uh, about miracles for me is the fact that there are quite a lot of people, and I'm from America, so I'm talking about the Christian religion in general, because most people in the United States currently consider themselves Christian or were raised Christian. Um, This is a country that's based on Christianity and, and Christian ideals and Protestantism and things like that. So, um, yeah, like having people who believe in Christianity and believe in Jesus and don't seem to believe in miracles. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting concept to me because I've I've never fully understood how you could believe in for Christians. It's like a Christian God and they believe in Jesus and Christians really focus on Jesus. Christians don't generally focus on God um, or a connection with God. They focus on a connection with Jesus a lot of times. Um, I find it slightly concerning (laughs) that Christians who focus on the life and teachings of Jesus do not believe in miracles. Um, if they if they met somebody who said, it was a miracle, I couldn't walk and now I can walk, or medical miracles, a lot of people will say that that's separate. You know, I had a friend back in the way back <laughs> Not that far back. It was probably like seven years ago. But I had a friend about seven years ago and <clears throat> she was a Catholic and she was a nurse. And we were we got into the conversation about cancer patients and um, having a choice in treatment and that that treatment might not always be the best in a hospital. You know, some people do want to seek out um alternative treatments and things like that and try to find another way. Um, This is in no way saying that one thing is better than the other. It's more so saying that people want options and people take those options all the time. You know, there's people that go down to Mexico and seek the, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a guy that does cancer treatments in Mexico. And uh, apparently he's been able to actually support and cure people um, through like this crazy dietary shift and change, um, all raw foods. I'll look it up and put it in the description because it's it's actually a a prominent person and it's very controversial because um, the people that have gone there, they've... there's a lot of them that have been like cured of terminal illness, right? And there's this denial that anyone can be cured of anything. 
because the the medical community definitely has like a little bit of a a uh, clasp on the words you can use when working with people. So if you say cure, everyone's like, well, there's no cure. And it's like, well, actually maybe there is. And we're just not allowed to use that word because you sue people and you have a lot of money, medical community, you do. (laughs) So, um, but anyhow, as I go off on my tangent, so we were, we got into this whole conversation about the, you know, medicine and, and people with cancer, some of them being miraculous miraculously cured and things like that and seeking these other treatments and these other options and you know wondering about that like what is that you know and um she got really upset because i think i mentioned god and and healing and things like that like those things can happen you know if that is if that is the will of the universe then that's the will of the universe you know and she got really upset and she said, medicine and God are separate. And I thought, wow, that's a really interesting concept. Like you believe that God exists, is all knowing, all pervasive, created everything, created everything. If if God created everything, God created the idea of medicine, right? Even your ideas are God's, like they're, they're not your own. And yet this person here is like, you know, religious and saying that medicine and God are separate and that miracles don't exist. They don't exist in in medicine. They don't exist for sick people. And I think that's one of the most like sad and disappointing things in, in that community, in the medical community is when something isn't understood, when something isn't fully understood, how that happened, what happened, you know, um, why this person was suddenly well when they were on the verge of death, how this person knew who was in the operating room working on them when they were unconscious, you know, um, they just kind of sweep it under the rug and keep it moving. They don't question it. Um, and unfortunately they don't study it, right? Because I feel like if we understood some of the miraculous things, which are, you know, treatments that are separate from the medical model and understanding of the world, because it is a model and understanding of a world, just like science, just like yoga, just like religion, Catholicism, those are all understandings and models of the world. They're they're all perspectives and perceptions. If we understood some of these things a little bit deeper, perhaps we would be living in a world where miracles happened every single day and it was standard and common rather than this thing that is not understood and we just kind of push it to the side because we don't know, we can't understand. You know, sometimes I think walking down the street you walked down in the morning is a miracle because who knows what would have happened if you walked down a different street. Returning home safely at night is a miracle. 
anytime you have taken a risk and perhaps driven home a little too intoxicated. We live in that kind of society. People do this, right? Thank God for Uber. <laughs> Less of that is happening. Anytime you get in a car and get out safely without a wreck, that's a miracle. Car wrecks are like, I am pretty sure, I mean, don't get me like statistics, yeah, but I'm pretty sure one of the top causes of death are car wrecks in the U.S. Can't say about everywhere else, but in the U.S., it's, a, it's, on, the top of, it's on the top of the list. There are so many car wrecks every single day. And so we live in a society where these things that are miraculous happen every single day. And yet we oftentimes ignore them. And I find that disappointing because that's a disappointing way to live, to walk around in a miracle and not know it. Anyhow, thanks everyone and have a happy, happy Sunday. If you're here at the end of this episode and you got something from it, please leave a like, share it with two of your friends and fellow survivors or go ahead and email me and tell me what you liked about it and what else you want to hear on the show. Additionally, sign up for the email newsletter as that's the place where I have the most updates and just so much more goodness than is presented here in the podcast. If you find yourself ready to take that next step into trauma recovery, click on the link below and you can work with me personally on your next steps. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your week.